Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the second episode of Setting the Record Straight. Uh, this is MJ Harris. This is Jack Graves. And welcome to... I already, I already said that. Welcome to episode <laughs> two. Um, I don't think I'm as nervous as the first one. Yeah, uh, got a little settled in. Getting a little settled in. Uh, we're recording in my place right now instead of the office, so I think that that sort of helps. Um, but anyways... Uh, yeah, uh, we got a little agenda today. Uh, we're going to talk about not just one topic, but two topics, unsurprisingly. Um, I think first we're going to get into uh, some track reviews by this, you know, this, this, this he's not as well known, you know, yeah, he's not that big. I don't, I don't, uh, he's just, uh, you know, the weekend, like, you, you, when you hear him, it's not like everyone knows him, right? Like. Yeah, and he's pretty famous. I yeah. feel like he has some collaborations with Drake and Kanye and yeah, some Con- yeah. some big name artists. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh you know, we we just some track reviews from this underground artist and then uh uh second thing we're going to talk about uh, is uh Mr. Ben Shapiro. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, well not not everything about him, of course, only you know, you might be asking yourself how is Mr. Ben Shapiro related to music at all? I'm glad you asked. Um, well, you'll see in a moment, but uh, he he made this very controversial view um, on rap and whether or not it's music. And yes, this did come out. Uh, this did come out a couple months ago, but I think a lot of the opinions that me and Jack have are important. I think. Um, TLDR, I don't really think a lot of Mr. Ben Shapiro's opinions on rap are valid or even make sense. Yeah, same here. Um, um, it just seemed a little bit like he's coming from a like a like he's better than all the rappers, and uh, doesn't seem like he really knows where they're coming from, or has listened to enough of the genre to really understand it. But yeah, we can get into that later. Oh yeah, yeah. This it's gonna be a yeah. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip. Uh, I hope you stick around and and watch us grill both things today. Um. So before we get started with the whole episode, uh, we added a little feature to the podcast. Uh, not. <laughs> literally like five minutes before we just press play um jack suggested that we have sound effect board um i don't i i, I completely forgot what i i programmed to what button um oh but i do know we have like a laugh track yeah okay we got a laugh track <laughs> and it works um let's see here we've also got some some crickets we some got crickets okay i don't remember crickets right here yep um oh uh, yeah we got yeet um i don't know what we're gonna use that for <laughs> and i think there's one more yeah well so mj's currently yeah. in control of this so we'll see yeah if, no. I, if i say something that he doesn't like maybe i'll get some booze or some crickets or something but no <laughs> <laughs> no nah, nah, i wouldn't i wouldn't it, it depends on the opinion actually Oh, there's a dolphin sound effect. I forgot where I programmed that one. Oh, it's right there here. We go. All right, we're good. 
I'm still probably going to forget, but uh, it'll be interesting. I think it'll add a very unique flavor to our review. <laughs> uh, I hope you don't take this as like a whole... I hope you don't judge the whole organization based <laughs> on what we're doing here. I think it a, makes our it takes our podcast to the next level. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, we're embracing our individu- individuality. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. First thing we're gonna talk about is the weekend. Uh, he had two new tracks that recently came out. Um, "Blinding Lights" and "Heartless" uh, released a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure if it's for a new album. I think it is. Yeah, I heard it was gonna come out maybe early 2020. Mm. Um, but I know they were also featured in a new commercial for. Was it Mercedes or some? Oh, like a car company? Yeah. Oh. And he apparently, I didn't watch it, but I heard he was driving, whipping around in one of the cars, playing his music, and that was the whole commercial, I guess. I don't know how much relation that has to the real song, but yeah, I guess that was part of the, the promotional release. Yeah. So, like we said before, he's not that big. Um, but, uh, yeah, before we get into the reviews, just... Um, like approaching the weekend I think for me personally I haven't been really fond of his stuff I am I am really familiar with him uh, you know Canadian singer songwriter his work is I guess alternative R&B I mean you can't really classify yeah. a lot of his his work um, he's well known for his uh, vocal performances which I know he does have some some mad vocals mm-hmm. um awfully resembling one of the late michael jackson um at least from what i've heard and i i haven't listened to too much of his independent work i've i've heard his hits and i think they're pretty good mm. um but i i also have really liked his collaborations there's a, a good song on the life of pablo that features him i think with kanye that i'm really a big fan of mm. um so I'm not I guess I wasn't too highly anticipating these these new songs but um it was a fun listen and yeah we can get into that. I'm more familiar with uh his some of the singles from Starboy. Uh so mm-hmm. the the song itself Starboy and and one of the cuts I feel it coming. Um I I really I I thought those tracks were awesome. Um he kind of fused a little bit of um techno with r&b and it made for an interesting sound i think his vocals uh and vocal performances were uh pretty solid and and groovy for sure Uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of daft punk influence i know from that album uh yeah but uh you know that that's the that was his past that's that's what i had coming in to listening to these two records and uh i guess my opinions for both of these i did not really care for either of the tracks i didn't really care for either blinding lights or heartless um if i just put crickets this is my like put on some crickets yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's me right now That, that that that's that's that um yeah i would say for me I mean, I don't think I'm going to 
put either of these on my on my big rotation, my current <laughs> rotation that I'll be listening to a lot. But I wouldn't say it was unpleasant to listen to. I would um I guess if we just if we go into blinding lights, I actually really liked the instrumental to that. I thought um it, w- it just had a really good bounce to it. It's uh takes it back to the 80s kind of feel. I thought the the bass was a really cool like modern sound to it. It um was really kind of gritty and uh had a nice dark cool sound. And then I guess the melody with the instrumental too was pretty nice. I like that. Um but then I guess it's kind of just I it feels like a pretty generic song topic mm-hmm. overall. I guess that's um is what he's going through right now and it's um nice to hear about um about how he feels like he's been blinded by his fame a little bit. He's doing an ego check. Um but then I guess with the lyrics, there's really not very many lyrics at all. I, I was looking at the lyrics online on Genius mm-hmm. and the the whole second verse is only only has three lines yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. Three, three lines between yeah. one chorus to the next. Um, really doesn't provide, I don't know, uh, doesn't provide much insight. I feel like he could go more in depth uh, into what he's going through and make the song more of a meaningful song. Um, but it is pleasant to listen to, I think, just because mainly he nails the vocals so well. And I just personally... I know MJ might have a different opinion on this, but I I like the I like the instrumental behind it. I actually do not like the, the instrumental at all. Uh, <laughs> it, it sounds like a cheap impersonation of a '80s song to me. I can respect the weekend's uh, vocals. Like I said before, he he is one of the more prolific singers among mm-hmm. uh, his contemporaries today. But I. T- <sighs> Like I, I agree also with the lyrics. Uh, I also agree with Jack's point of the lyrics. Um, I I don't I do think they're kind of uh, they're vapid and, and and a little lacking in in mm-hmm. the in terms of like emotional delivery. I guess he compensates with that with his vocals, but then again, I it just you know it just sounds too unoriginal for an '80s beat especially in today's era because it seems like a lot of or at least part of the trend is is uh diving back into that 80s sound and and melding some of those elements into today's music um but just this total embrace of 80s which uh i guess compared even to listening to heartless which is not even 80s at all i mean i don't really know what to expect this makes me this makes me very confused to what to expect for the album um, yeah two totally different tracks yeah uh and i'm kind of i'm kind of nervous it just sounds too retro too 80s he doesn't provide anything new um or interesting among his contemporaries it just seems like he's doing this for cash grabs and um i don't know i i i that that's just how i feel maybe the weekend feels different but i'm not gonna neglect my feelings here uh yeah um so two kind of different opinions on it yeah Uh, i don't listen to that kind of 80s music very often so when i put it on in the headphones i was kind of you know bumping around moving around uh it just gave me a good feeling so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it down too much or anything yeah i guess if we want to talk about heartless the other single Mm kind of i guess similar 
kind of thing in terms of the lyrics. He's still talking to his girlfriend. I think I read that he has like an on and off relationship mm-hmm. with this girl. And he's again talking about how he doesn't really like how he's been acting over the past certain amount of time. He's it's telling the audience that he's he's a heartless guy. He's doing anything without any compassion for this girl and he really wants to make up for that mm-hmm. so same same kind of overall message but definitely a different instrumental and overall vibe to the song it was a it was a metro booming beat which yeah. i have to say he's <laughs> one of my favorite producers so when i heard i heard weekend saying his name in the beginning i was i was getting pretty excited but when i would talk about that i guess i didn't really think that was a very special metro metro beat overall i think he's had many many better beats in his um songs i mean i guess it was it did, there didn't need to be anything special the lyrics themselves were kind of the weekend was showing off again um but i think it just seemed really the bass felt kind of corny yeah. going up <laughs> all the octaves and stuff and i just guess i would say also the mixing, I guess, to me, it sounded like the beat and the vocals are kind of fighting each other for the balance. Like mm-hmm. the weekend's lyrics seem kind of faded into the background a little bit. Um, the reverb. Oh my goodness. The reverb, yeah. Um, that was one of my issues with the with the song, honestly. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, part of me does understand, you know, reverb. It's part of the cloud rap trap scene. Um, it's supposed to produce this ethereal um, kind of atmosphere, but it, it just sounded, yeah, part of it for me was the mix of the song itself and how much reverb was on it. And it, it, it to me, it just sounded too, it sounded like I was drowning or <laughs> like, I felt like I was drowning listening to it um, and it was too suffocating for me to, to really engage it just made for an unpleasant experience for me uh so yeah that 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 was one of my issues um you know metro boomin i do like him as a producer as well i think he is a pretty prolific uh, i think for a prolific producer in today's uh you know today's music scene he i i can see it you know um I know, like, I, I understand how he's big, and mm-hmm. I get that. I just don't... I think, too, that the, the, the beat, the production on this track is a little too generic um, for Metro Boomin, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also feel like it seemed like you could have just taken that beat and um, put, like, Future or... Travis Scott. Travis or uh, any of those people, yeah. like, right over the beat without yeah. changing anything. And I feel like when... Um, when the, when the weekend is doing such a different style of more, I guess he does a little bit of kind of rapping in this song, but more yeah. singing. I feel like the beat should maybe echo that more. Than yeah, no, that that was my other issue too with the, I guess how the weekend approaches this track through his sort of sing rap, or I, I guess that's how you call it now. It just um, I, I I didn't really kind of vibe with those with that combination. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
that's all I have. <laughs> uh, sorry, the weekend. I hope you don't cancel us. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm pretty excited for the weekend's album. Excited for your album. Um, I I do have a little bit of reservations, but uh, I hope you do have some good features in there. Yeah. Um, Young Thug. Young Thug would be great. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely. I think I'll listen to it. Um, maybe we'll review it when the time comes. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm excited. Maybe I won't be as heartless. Haha. <laughs> 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 Wait, where's the? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe more, maybe more crickets. Crickets oh. on that. <laughs> uh, uh, everyone's a critic. <laughs> Hence, we have this show. Uh, all right. Well, that that's pretty much our opinions on the weekend. Um, you know. Uh, uh, so now let's move on to the second topic for the episode. Um, Mr. Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's a pretty popular political commentator. Yeah. Uh, uh, he has his own kind of a conservative media outlet organization, uh, the Daily Wire. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know too much about him. I just know he's mostly famous for putting out a lot of controversial opinions and then taking people on in, in yeah. uh, debates about it. Yeah. Which is kind of what he did about rap. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, this was, this was interesting. Uh, so he... Uh, a little less than two months ago, Ben Shapiro did an interview with a local independent rapper for his, uh, as a part of his Sunday special series. Um, in these Sunday specials, he usually takes these new guests, either whether, whether they are public figures or newsmakers. Uh, they, he interviews them every week, um, and uh, they're usually, I'm, I'm going to redo the, the description. Um, sorry. Yeah, I don't know like what a Sunday special. Yeah. Uh but anyways, uh he uh he interviewed this local independent rapper by the name of Zuby. Um one of the the topics they cover is uh rap and mm-hmm. and Ben kind of poses this uh this opinion that rap isn't music and tries to uh justify that on a musical aspect and in a cultural aspect, uh, yeah. I, I I watched the whole Sunday special because I I just I, I needed to know just for my own sanity what this was. Um, mm-hmm. But both me and Jack, we we mainly watched only that that section of rap isn't music argument. Um, the, they have a little clip where they do address it, but it's only seven minutes, and I didn't feel like it was enough. Yeah, didn't get the whole. Didn't get the arguments whole. of both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many problems that even when they did condense it in seven minutes, it didn't capture everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ben Shapiro argues that rap isn't music. Uh, and on the musical side, he claims that there are three sort of tenets that a genre has to fill. There's a rhythmic aspect, there's a harmonic aspect, and a melodic aspect. This is gonna be so hard for me to continue <laughs> on with the, with just the with, with just talking about it. But um, um, he claims that rap doesn't fulfill all of these aspects; that it only fulfills the rhythmic aspect of music, um, and because it only does that, it doesn't qualify as music. 
Yeah. So that's the <laughs> that's the music aspect. Um, yeah, I feel like that claim is just so crazy, and I under I can kind of see like where he gets that idea because I feel like for people who don't listen to rap really at all and have maybe only um, just heard like the occasional song on the radio, which I feel like Ben he mentions that he's a big a big classical player, so I know and that he doesn't think rap is music, so obviously he's not listening to rap very much. Mm. Um, but I feel like you might not understand really the harmony or melody side if you don't listen to it a lot because <clears throat> I know especially kind of in old school rap the melody and the harmony just isn't like quite as apparent when it's put like put right out front um and it's it's just crazy that he thinks this because it's not it's not hard to understand <laughs> like there's harmony all the time on um like rappers they put in different voices they layer um themselves sometimes they do choruses with tons of different harmony and consistently the music in the background is filled with harmony the instrumentals and melody too is just i understand sometimes on maybe like a cypher or something like that you're kind of just going straight through and and saying your lines but other than that i would say there's a hundred percent melody rappers are consistently switching up their different flows different ways of delivering the lyrics different you can you can play like a rapper's verse on a piano with the different notes Mm. and that's like the definition of a melody yeah (laughs) oh yeah this gave me a headache uh i did not want to have to uh talk about this but uh yeah uh i think generally at this interview i have a lot of issues but i did have two particular issues and the first one kind of coincides with jack's point his whole justification for rap not being music is just so false it doesn't doesn't really uh that kind of supposition doesn't really make sense um i do give credit to zuby for attempting to counter a lot of uh ben's Mm -hmm. points about rap being music uh yeah i thought he had some really uh well-versed responses yeah uh you know like zuby does address the fact that the production of (laughs) Like the production itself, especially in today's scene, doesn't neglect harmony and melody. Um, so that's that. And I think even too, I think the whole notion of just addressing music as like a as like a rhythmic, melodic, and harmonic aspect, I, I kind of think that's a very limited way of approaching music. That kind of mindset and listening to music neglects a lot of other cultural um, practices around the world. Um, it's crazy to think that. And I, and he also makes, oh gosh, this is this is other theory that he makes on uh, music too. One of the things he says is how, uh, uh, you know, art and craft tend to be placed in opposition. And so Ben states that rock, for example, would be a degradation of classical because rock music doesn't require the same technical expertise as classical when playing the instruments. Yeah. Holy, I can't curse. Yeah, I think he said too. I think he also added, he said jazz was a degradation. Yeah. De- degradation yeah. of degradation. classical, which is yeah. complete 
BS. There's a lot of technical information you need to know when approaching jazz. Is there's literally jazz music theory. Uh, it's like chord progressions and yeah. And I think it's funny too because the people who know chord progressions, music theory, all the big um, the big points in jazz are the people who end up writing classical music because classical music is made from music theory and all these different chord changes. Um, But then a lot of times when you put a classical player in front of a jazz like progression and say like improvise or play something over this, they would have no idea what to Mm do. Um, they're just two completely different genres. There's no uh, way to really say one is better than the other. I mean, yeah. I would, I personally prefer jazz over classical in terms of just my listening style. But I definitely think that a jazz player probably couldn't sight read some kind of mm-hmm. um, difficult classical piece as well as a classical player would. And vice versa for a classical player trying to improvise or play some kind of jazz melody. Um, so I really don't think that music is about a degradation of skill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just completely besides the point of what music should be about. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, music is a language. Um, it, it allows us to communicate feelings that we might not necessarily express um, through just verbal communication. Uh, there's a lot of emotion that goes into music, and I don't think, uh, you know, there you do need to have some knowledge of how to play an instrument, but to justify that certain genres are better than others based on uh, the, the level of technical skill that is required is just... It, yeah, completely defeats the whole purpose of music. Yeah, it, it, it's again, it just points to a very problematic kind of mindset in listening to music. Yeah, and then he also Ben Shapiro he said that he had a argument about how he doesn't like the cultural aspect of of rap. Which correct me if I'm if I mess up. I don't know if I'm remembering it all correctly, but I think he said. Um, that the messages in rap songs are are kind of degrading and mm-hmm. tainting a lot of young people, I guess, listening to it. Yeah. Um, which I also thought connected a lot to that famous, I think it was a Fox News clip that Kendrick put in his yeah. song DNA. Mm-hmm. That was like, the, the reporter was saying hip-hop music is the biggest threat to the... To, to young black people. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is just crazy. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Zuby, he presents another counterpoint. Zuby mentions the fact how hip-hop isn't necessarily uh, uh, meant to degrade other people. Rather, it's uh, the, the whole foundation of hip-hop is to uh, promote self-expression. Yeah, I was going to say, I really I liked Zuby's point about how in hip-hop, the genre is just so free and that you can make a song about literally any topic mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the the great pluses to hip-hop is that you can listen to so many different opinions and um aspects of the the world that people can just put into one kind of genre that encompasses all of that yeah and i think 
I was listening to a song on YouTube the other day. I think it was an ASAP Rocky song. I don't remember which one, but I was reading the comments on the on the YouTube video, and one of the top comments it said, "If all you get out of this song is drugs and crime or something like yeah. that, then then you're not really listening to the music. Yeah, like you're not fully understanding it." And I think that's that comment is just completely like what I'm trying to argue here in response yeah. <laughs> to Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, there's another point that they make too uh, about the cultural case of rap. Ben does have issue with uh, some of the messages portrayed in today's hip hop scene, um, and and surprisingly so does Zuby. Um, cause again, he does fit in that positive rap conscious mm-hmm. scene. Um, and you know, it, it is kind of, I'm not going to lie. It is kind of hard to, to neglect that there are some negative aspects or negative messages that are communicated. But I think to say that as a whole, that it damages a, a community, like it, the, the fact that, um, as a whole that music is dangerous because of some of the messages some some people in within that scene say is it's outlandish yeah it's it's bogus um yeah i mean you could talk about any any genre or anything in the world really and talk about purely the small percentage of the negative effects which is really what ben shamira is doing i mean he didn't mention any of the as we were talking about uplifting songs or anything like that that hip-hop and rap um is known for as well um in any in anything there's going to be some percentage of straying from what society um oh yeah yeah for sure yeah there's definitely messages that you know like good apple bad apple two things i do want to add one he this is kind of a a side point, but he um, Ben Shapiro does talk about J Cole in a in a separate in a separate episode. He reviews one of his tracks, Wet Dreams. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't heard that. It, one. It's so, <laughs> and he completely misses the point of the song. I think this is kind of important because it, it it relates to um, his characterization of rap music, but he. He kind of degrades J. Cole's uh, lyrics of puppy love. He mis- he love. misconstrues it as like, oh, he's reminiscing of of a time when he was young and he fell in love with this thirteen year old girl and how and he wanted to like, you know, engage in sexual sexual intercourse with her and and like, oh my gosh, this this almost thirty year old man is thinking about the time <laughs> when he was thirteen and how he would like to smash this thirteen year old girl, making it seem like it was this weird pedophile construct, which is so oh my god, like there's songs yeah. that tell stories in every yeah. genre. <laughs> can't tell it why would why should you not be allowed to tell a story that you have man, no matter how a long man it can't was. tell a story about his past? Like, I know. Whoa, like I don't think we should judge him based on how old he was at the time the story happened as long as um, he puts the words together in a good way and that it, it, it fits into the music. I don't think there should be anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, the, the, his kind of... His, his whole thing with Wet Dreams being predatory 
or how J. Cole is predatory is completely missing the mark. And then the last issue, this the, this whole quote-unquote debate is just pointless that he has with Zuby because there really is no debate. Because um, just in general, that, that's the main issue I have with this, his branding of this whole episode as a debate. Like, a lot of the talking points that they make aren't contested. Uh, it's like Ben Shapiro just says his opinion and then Zuby counters and nothing is addressed like this it's not contested like ben doesn't even like challenge it it's just okay yeah that at the end of the day is disappointing where's the boo yeah there you go yeah the okay it's one thing to like hate rap and then it's another thing to degrade it as not music and then it's another thing to label it as like a debate and it's really a pseudo debate slash Mm -hmm. Uh, just state promotion. your opinion and then let the other guy say but not really take yeah. into account his perspective and then just move on so yeah that's that's pretty much what we have for the episode um we've got tbd still for for what's going to go down on the next episode yeah we don't quite know if we're going to be back before winter break or not yet oh yeah no we are going to we're most likely going to take a pause for a while um because the semester is ending mm-hmm. so our, our we appreciate yeah. the loyal listeners yeah we, we we'll see be back before you know it we see you uh one of the 40 plays people on soundcloud let's get to triple digits this <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for real we gotta <laughs> oh there's no oh i don't have an audience clap Oh no. We'll get that for the next episode. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh this has been setting the record straight episode two. Uh this is MJ. This is Jack. And we will see you when we see you. <laughs> <laughs>